I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Decidedly, based on community poll, somehow... Gravity is not anti-little. I know it's not. It's because I said the uppies thing. And granted, you're right, and that's that's not the point. The point is that I think big space finally got like to the public, <laughs> big to the masses, space, big space. There's a lot of space. <laughs> so I want to hit you with a new one. Okay. Rugrats all grown up. What is is anti little? Anti little. Objectively correct. Objectively anti little, right? It's look at these cute babies. No, they're teenagers. Grow up. Everybody needs to be all grown up now. All those ten year olds who really identified with the diaper wearers out there, like (laughs) No, now now you just have to live your life in the teenage hellscape that everyone else has to live in. Look at Tommy Pickles. He's got anxiety. Hair. He's got <laughs> hair. He's got That's where anxiety starts is with hair. Because you get hair and you're like, ooh, no, does it look good? Does it look bad? I don't know. Oh think my of, gosh. Think exactly. of all of the babies in Rugrats. All of them. None of them have anxiety. Except kind of Angelica and, and why. And she has hair. No. Chucky. Tons <gasps> of hair. Tons of anxiety. Tons of hair. Tons of anxiety. Bill and Lil. Tiny bit of hair. Tiny bit of anxiety. Tommy. No anxiety. Dill. He doesn't even know what anxiety could be. He hasn't even tasted fear, let alone anxiety. <laughs> so, <laughs> conclusively. Conclusively. Hair is anti little. <laughs> Okay, start it. Okay. Welcome to the usual about Nathan Up Age Play Discussion <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> okay. Every week we make a bet and the losers and diapers for the next episode. I am the little sister encounter extraordinaire Sophie Elizabeth. And I am the big sister and bet winner Chloe Elizabeth. And today on our show, we have a special guest star. This is Lyra. Lyra, say hello. Hello. No, not like that. Like that. All of your speech should be preceded, interceded, and concluded with jingles of your little bell. Or nya. Or nya. You can also end sentences with nya. Can you give us the best nya that you've got? Come on. Nya. Um, Lyra is visiting. She is our friend from the internet. The the big internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, can you, can you continue to introduce Lyra for the class? <laughs> She's our friend from the big internet. Not the small one on your phone, but the big one on your computer. You got, you could only find Lyra on the big internet. Mm-hmm. Lyra's too baby for the small internet. <laughs> She'll get lost. <laughs> That seems like that's the opposite of what it that would It does seem be. like that, but it's the case. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. But she is visiting us, and uh, she's been here like two, three days or something. And um, uh, I'm going to introduce her by her three 
uh, most important qualities. That sounds good. Uh, one, she cooks food. That's she, really important. She knows how to cook. That's really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear her nodding. That's great. Shake your head. No, that also makes the bell sound. Okay, so you won't be able to know if she's nodding or shaking her head. But, but she still. is jingling. Yeah, that's the important part. Uh, the second important thing is she's a little baby kitty girl. Which is why she has the bell collar. Yeah, and the diaper. Are you going to crinkle the diaper? No, I don't think I'll do that. You should? I think you should stand up and crinkle the diaper. I think you should stand up and crinkle I think that diaper. we're not going to continue the episode no until you No one's going to know that. for sure that you're diapered if I you mean, don't crinkle the diaper. For all we know, diaper. it could be your diaper crinkling. Like, how would they know? It's an audio medium. It's a... <laughs> okay, it's, you Sophie. Got it's Sophie right now. It's Sophie. Listen to Sophie. <laughs> All right, what's the third fact? Oh, the third fact is that she's Asian. <laughs> I was, you can't. You cannot. No. <laughs> I'm going to take a punishment break. I'm no, gonna go wait. Punishment. I was legally required. It was in the contract of having her on the episode <laughs> that we mentioned that she's Asian. She said to me, not enough Asian people are on your podcast. And I said, you know, you're really right about that. We have a lot of white people. and That's not super fair. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. So, so our our topics are all Lyra related. Yeah, I like we try. To I don't do know whenever... how comfortable I am with that third topic. Then oh, we'll get there. Um. <laughs> so, what we like to do when we have people on the show is we like to tailor our episode experience to them, and I think that that's a really important thing that we do here. I at, agree. At the usual bet, incorporated, incorporated. I don't know what that means, but we're incorporated. Maybe. I don't think we are. I mean, hey, you're smart, Lyra. Yeah, so it's when you're filming in a dead body, you know, like incorporated. This is a baby <laughs> podcast, Lyra. You can't say that. Come on. <laughs> that was the best I could come up with. You did your best. That was both a bad joke and bad for baby podcast. Bad for baby coin. Hey, don't we have a cryptocurrency? I think I, I forgot about it. I feel like we do. Hey, somebody, if somebody remembers their cryptocurrency, you can have one of those if you can tell us what it is. Yeah. I, I think it was like every time someone listens to an episode, they get one of our cryptocurrency. Okay, you can um, have an extra one. You get an extra one for this episode if you remember the name of the cryptocurrency. We Robin's going to snatch it up immediately. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Absolutely. Just like in an instant. If you beat Robin... You can have one cryptocurrency. Robin, if you beat everyone else, you get one in perpetuity. So, like, every episode, you get two. I think that's fair. Okay, anyway. What was I talking about? All right, we're tailoring our episode. Oh, yeah, tailoring. Um, that's, like, with clothes. Yes. Okay. So, recently we dressed Lyra up as a maid. That was so fun. She was the best maid. So, today, she was talking about how she really wanted to clean the house. And I was like, okay... You can, but you do have to put the maid outfit back on because it's not fair for you to be cleaning up our home if you are not wearing a maid outfit. I agree. As the guest, you can't legally clean unless you're in the maid outfit. That's, That's those are the binding rules of mm-hmm. every home in America. She, she. <laughs> if you're from a non-American home please know that all american homes yeah, have this basic rule that this is, is the a fundamental <laughs> rule for all of our country um it was written into our our charter our doctrine the our constitution, constitution. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the names of the bills that we sign that's good 
<laughs> All right. So, what's the first topic? Oh, yeah, right, right. So, what was the first thing that was important? Uh, it was cooking. cooking. Cooking! Okay, so, Lara, tell everyone about what a great cook you are. I... I'm an okay cook. I mean, no, I make no, okay. Well, I I know of of all the foods I know how to make. I will list them all for you right now. They are a peanut butter sandwich, pasta salad, French toast. End of discussion. That's it. That's all I know how to she's cook. She's not. Oh, break and bake cookies. <laughs> she's she's not selling herself short I here. Can microwave some ramen. <laughs> the, this is it. That's it, huh? Popsicles. I know how to unwrap them. So, by comparison, you are a divine cook. So tell us why you are a divine cook. Tell us all your cooking expertise. Your your top tier uh, kitchen creations. Um, your skills. I don't know. I like to cook all sorts of things. Pies, cakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I get anxious, I cook. So, you know, <sighs> right before this trip, I made a bunch of cookies. They're delicious. Work so my anxiety cute. out. You know, bribe people with food so that they love me. The usual stuff. <laughs> That's adorable. The usual stuff on the usual bet. So I was thinking that what we could do is we could get Lyra her own cooking show. <gasps> yeah? Yeah. We're going to call it Baking with Binky. That's <laughs> incredible. And her name on the show, it's not Binky, but everyone's going to think it's Binky. Oh. Yeah, but the, the, the joke is that she's going to have a pasty in her mouth every time that she cooks something. That sounds and like a great idea. she talks to the audience, but no one can understand her, mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of babbling. Ba- bab- ba- baking, babbling with Binky. No, that's too many bees. We're getting too excited. You're getting close to, like, binging with Babish. And, like, we're getting that's a- where the, I got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> So, Babbling with Binky is going to be Lyra in uh, a diaper and um, either like depending... Like a bib? Oh, a bib could be good. Mm-hmm, I was thinking mm-hmm. like it could be like a, like like an actual outfit. Like I a, think that's a great A maid idea. outfit. Or it could be kind of like a little girl dress with like one of those little girl aprons, oh, like the helping yeah, mommy Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Aprons. So, like a diaper... Uh, and Jen, just like an apron and a binky, and like that's the outfit. Uh huh. And she'll talk through everything that she's doing, but no one will be able to understand her. Exactly. But we'll we'll add subtitles because closed captions are important for for accessibility. <laughs> you know, because no one can understand her. <laughs> okay, I wanna I. I, I think I have I have some free time. We can record the first episode like like right after this if you want. Oh, that sounds great. Awesome. Okay, it's so it's great because in these these videos. You have, like, the the shot of, like, the counter, and then, like, we'll have to lower the counter a little so you can see her diaper. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, she, she nodded ex- enthusiastically. That's not yeah, what happened. That's, I mean, it's, a, that's... it's an audio medium, Lyra. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> see how that came back around? Oh, uh, yeah, full circle. <laughs> It's like poetry, right? So yeah, everyone can see her diaper lowered counter. Um, obviously, she's too little to play with like real like cutlery, so it'll be all baby stuff and like an easy bake oven. Oh yeah, okay. So now, Lara, I need to now ask how how quickly and easily could you convert all of your current recipes to easy bake oven and plastic <laughs> utensils? I don't think I could do that. No, Lara, you you're can do anything you yourself. put your mind to. You, you just have to try harder. I guess I haven't tried yet. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that's a that's approval. So now what's what's the most complicated thing you've ever cooked in your whole life? 
Uh, probably a three-layer cake. A three-layer cake. How long that would a three-layer cool. cake take to make in an Easy Bake Oven? Probably that, like I... a week. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it normally take? You know, like a few hours. <laughs> there was so much rhyming in that last sentence. It's like, how long does it take to make a cake in the Easy Bake Oven? <laughs> so, so, I, I, I have a small story here. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember I had an Easy Bake Oven as a child. Okay. And I was so excited for it. And then I got it. Mm-hmm. And I realized inside's just a light bulb. Right. And I didn't, I, did, I, I, I didn't understand. I thought it's broken, maybe? Or I was sold a fake one. And I, <laughs> I never once used it. Because I was like, there, it, it just, there's no way. It, it's a light bulb. It's a knockoff it's, easy it's, Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a light bulb. It's, that couldn't cook anything. And I was right. <laughs> so I never used it. I learned in my adulthood that that was, in fact, how easy bake ovens work. Oh and I, I was still correct. It's nothing. Okay. Okay. So... So, we have our, our plan for after the episode. That's our first topic, right? Yeah. We've, we've, we've figured it out. That's Yeah, well, thing. I actually, I've been thinking about what we should cook for the first episode. Okay. Yeah. And um, the first thing that comes to mind is when Lyra came here, out of the sweet kindness of her heart for my birthday, she brought me fudge. Awesome. And this fudge is so good. I, I can I can confirm it's it's, it's, decadent. it's heavenly. Hey, explain your fudge to the human people who listen to our show, not for the robot ones. What? <laughs> <laughs> there are robots that listen to the show, and they can't have fudge, so we're not. We're robots, trying to be included. You want me to explain the concept of fudge? No, no like, like, like why what kind it's of fudge so good? is it, and what did you do? Yeah, tell us the secret. Make us all the fudge in our mind palace. Um, yeah. Okay. So you, you want me to do this on this baby cooking show? Yeah. Yes. None of your audience can touch a stove. No, right. they're watching you toddle around. Right, that's okay. the joy of the show. Okay, um, you take some butter, um, chocolate, and some cream, uh, milk in my case. Um, bring it to a boil. Kitty girl. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you bring it to like a boil. You wait for it to hit the right temperature. Um, the like so the crystals like you can't you can't like stir it while it's happening. It's a crystal game. It makes the wrong crystals. Um, you then get you... the fire crystal instead of the air crystal. Exactly. And right. then um, when it cools enough, you uh, pour it onto your countertop and then you kind of knead it with like a bench scraper. What if your okay. countertop is full of broken ramen noodles? <laughs> Such as ours. <laughs> well, because I... Sophie tried to cook ramen noodles. I guess there would be a step zero in which you clean it up. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes way more sense. Yeah, and then it's really easy. Then you just uh, slice it with a pizza wheel and you're done. That's so easy. You can use a pizza wheel. I use a pizza wheel to slice it. You can it. use yeah. it for everything. Okay, wait. So what makes fudge different than just like a chocolate bar? I mean, it's the the crystals, right? So you purposely it's made the, the crystals crystal. very small so that they dissolve. That's why it dissolves in your mouth, like instantly, right? Oh, and, like and cotton candy. And chocolate, yeah. And chocolate bars have earth crystals. They're earthy. That makes sense. <laughs> They're more full. Okay, I understand. I'm following now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this really brought it all back for me. So the fudge you made me, you said when you when you gave it to me, in on the little recipe card you gave me, it, it teaches me how to make hot cocoa with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that normal? Am I supposed to be able to make hot cocoa yeah. with fudge? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't. I no. just I just put this fudge block in milk. Hot milk. Hot milk. If it's cold milk, okay. you'll you'll be sad and you'll how it will be work, cold cocoa. How would it work with breast milk? What? <laughs> 
hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, what? Is personally his body temperature warm enough? Do we need to hold heat on. up the breast milk? <laughs> I'm sure it would be fine. Hey, 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 what? What? Where did that come from? I'm just curious. Well, you know, to be efficient, right? You don't want to have to go to your fridge, like reach in, get the milk, see if it's expired. What you do what is you, you take it? your yeah. bottle full of fudge and you put it to your mommy's nipple <laughs> and you just say, milk! Yeah, straight from the source. You know it's fresh, that hasn't expired yet, it's perfect. Alright, alright, wait, I have to ask, I have to ask. Okay, yeah. Is this inspired by the, by the breast milk Starbucks meme? No, what are you talking about? Wait, you haven't seen that meme? No. It's all over the little community. No, I don't know what this is. Okay, oh my gosh, I'll have to show you after the episode. If you guys haven't seen it, just like, I don't know, can you Google that? I don't know how you find baby Hold memes. on, no, wait, hold on, I'm doing it. Darn it! All Stop. Right. Wait a second. I, I guess this is Breast what the milk listeners Starbucks meme. She is typing this in. Know your meme. What? It has popped up an unrelated meme. It says, oh no, something's <laughs> gone wrong. Hold on. Okay. Oh, Twitter search. This is probably better. Is this it? No. <laughs> that's 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 Sonic fetish art. We're looking for a different kind of art. Is this it? No, that's also not it. That's 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 Raven being milked by Star Starscream? Starfire. 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 <laughs> not the rightful ruler of the Decepticons. Alright. No. No. <laughs> I want Starscream milking Raven Okay, now. hold on, scroll. I, I'm sure it's here. Okay. Uh, oh, there's one. Is this it? Mm, that's an alt of it. That's not the. Okay. That's not the meme. Is this it? Uh, that's kind of. That's that's Jenny, Jenny the teenage robot. <laughs> Keep scrolling. I'm sure you'll find the meme. <laughs> yes, that's again. That's an alt. It's see, you're behind on the memes, so now you're getting the most recent things, which are. Are the follow-ups. Is this it? No, that's a guy. <laughs> he can't give you breast milk. It depends on the guy. I suppose that's true. She got you there. All right. Clearly this is a failed experiment. <laughs> it's not. You just have to You have to find the original. Okay. I'm going to go back and I'm going to Google original. Oh, no. Okay. Try image, images. Image yeah. search. Is this it? Oh, I think that's one of them. Yeah. Hold on. No! Bring <laughs> this back to a broken website. Okay, right click, right click and click open image. Yeah. No, you you saved it. <laughs> Sophie, you had one job to do. There's no... Oh, there it is. Okay. Hold on. Is this it? Yeah, that's oh. it. You, you take that, that, that tweet and you put it over the image of a girl with large breasts just wearing the Starbucks. Okay, so okay. our viewers cannot... Our listeners cannot listen to the meme. Okay, so it says hi. Okay, I'll 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 do it. Yeah. All right, you gotta get <clears throat> acting. All right, we're gonna act. I'm gonna walk into the Starbucks. <laughs> that was the doorbell. <laughs> I go up to the counter. Mm. Oh, oh, hi. Can I get an iced latte with breast milk? I mean breast milk. I mean breast. Milk. Sorry, I mean breast. I mean breast milk. I mean. <laughs> And then it continues on like that as you are transfixed by by mommy milkers. Got it. That's the meme. I love it's, the meme. There's so many. This meme is already ancient in terms of baby memes. There are now alts of this meme everywhere. I'm I'm embarrassed that I didn't know it, and I'm also more embarrassed that I don't have art of myself because if if Starfire and Raven can have an art of breast milk 
Starbucks. I want an Art of Breast Milk Starbucks. I'm sure one of our listeners can recommend you a YCH. I would love that. Okay. Uh, What were we talking about? Breast milk hot chocolate. Right. And that brings me back to my main point. Lyra. We're 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 a little sentences have... that have never been uttered in the history of mankind. <laughs> Lyra, were were you to take a baby bottle filled with the fudge that you made me out mm-hmm. of the kindness of your sweet sweet kitten heart, mm-hmm. and you fill it with breast milk from a nearby person who is willing to offer it? How long do you have to microwave it for it to be good? probably like 30 seconds right it's fresh it's it's like at the 98 point you know seven degrees yeah the human body all right yeah it's perfect so everyone at home now you know now you know how to make the the the, the chocolate the the hot chocolate breast milk bottle using the new fudge that that uh what was her thing baking with binky is gonna teach you in our new sitcom hey was that like was that like one topic that was one of the oh, three oh, topics oh, I no. wanted to discuss. <laughs> so, <laughs> did they get more or less cursed? Um, I don't know. I, I honestly listen. That was not supposed to be the cursed one, but like it really got there, huh? Do you have a different cursed one? Well, the next one is kind of cursed, but like in a in a real life cursed way, and not like in a Sophie goes oh. on a wild tangent about breast milk cursed way. <laughs> I mean breast milk. I mean <laughs> sorry, breast milk. <laughs> sorry. Okay. 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 Number two. What was the second thing about Lyra that's super uh, important? She's a baby kitty. Baby kitty girl. Right. So speaking of baby kitty girl Lyra, the three of us went on a trip together this weekend. We went to um, a place called Otherworld. Oh yeah, that was so fun. Super dope. It was. Uh, it's in Columbus, Ohio. And though we we usually don't recommend anyone visit Ohio. kind of like don't. And if you live there, I'm truly deeply sorry. Um, if you want to visit Ohio for some reason, or if you can, you can manage it for a while, then Otherworld in Columbus is a really cool place to visit. It's like a crazy art adventure museum. Yeah, it's like an art exhibit kind of turned into this interactive playscape. Playscape is a really interesting and apt word There's for it. crawling... Touching things, playing, shooting laser guns. That was fun. Everything is, I think like every room is supposed to be its own small little puzzle. And you can solve the puzzles and they give you like these tiny itty bitty rewards. Like the first room we walked into had these little chamber pods. And if you if you had someone stand in all the pods, all three of them, then like it would do this big gust of air and light up the middle of the room and everything. The room activated and we, we, we did part of the story. And it was so cool. And I'm just going to cut to the chase. I'm going to just jump right into the best No, part. hold on. So uh, I want to say that apparently this place is about like a, a organization that is studying this other world. That's mm-hmm, why it's called mm-hmm. Other World. It's in the name, Oh, guys. that's why? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you really not get that? No. Oh. I did get it. This is just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, I'm the dumb one. <laughs> Um, but... You both have baby brains. Shush. It's because we're the ones in diapers. Sure is. Uh, okay, what was I saying? Otherworld. 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 So, uh, then the other world sort of crept into our world and broke <laughs> in and, like, did all this weird stuff. And it's basically, got a whole cool story. 
whole story. It has little things you can read, videos you can watch. Um, they're really, like, COVID safe. You wear a mask the whole time. They're cool with pictures as long as you don't use a flash, etc., etc. I, I saw at least four workers sanitizing stuff. Like, I would just walk into a room and there'd be someone there just actively sanitizing yeah, everything. Yeah, for sure. And, and just throughout the whole day, just constantly, uh, like, like, sanitizing the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. So you can go ahead and tell tell okay, the cool. reason skip, why we're Skip even... right to the best part. This is the reason we're talking about it. It was a really fun little experience, but they had a giant kids' room. Like, I mean a giant kids' room. Like, I mean, I mean there was a giant children's bed, and and I I, I came up my shoulders to, to the bed frame itself. I had to actively climb up the little step ladder to climb into bed with the big, giant teddy bears, and it was so baby, and it was so incredible and radical, and the room had tons of cool stuff, and we should talk about it now. You did. No, but there was there was the other stuff like the wall that you could like color on and everything, like a toddler, and oh, oh, it was so cool. And then Lyra crawled under the bed because she's a baby, a baby kitty. Mm-hmm, the secret uh, passage there. It was so cool because like we walked in, we're we're going through this place. A lot of the rooms are really cool. There's like some mushrooms and there's like a, there's a space thing and whatever. And it's whatever. It's cool. It's cool. Like, we're having a good time. Like, like mild little energy. And then we walk into this room. <laughs> it was unbelievable. The, the, the pure shock and joy that spread across their faces. <laughs> Lyra actually remarked on it. What did you say? Yeah, just like, we were, we, it was so unexpected. Your faces like lit up like the sun, like no. over like the horizon. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm home. Like, this is where I belong. And you like ran straight for the bed. Like you knew exactly this. <laughs> It was like you had downloaded this memory of the other world and like you were activated your sleeper agent. You were yeah. like, oh yes, this is my bed. <laughs> it was really exciting. I just, listen, I see a giant kid's bed and it had like, like, like the, like, it, it was very clearly a kid's bed and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I gotta be in that. And I was so excited. And there was this wall at close saying where, like, it's like a coloring book. It's like a big coloring book. It's all white. And, like, nothing, like, leads you to think, oh, I should mess with that. But it was weird that, it, like, the whole wall is this big white coloring book. So I went up to it and I started, like, rubbing my hand on it. Mm-hmm. And it added color to the coloring book. And and we, we, like, all jumped up and, like, started, like, coloring on the wall. And it felt very, very little. Yeah. And then once it's done... It like animates. animates. It turns into like an actual like picture. Like either the the pictures will start moving around or in one. Hold on, hold on. I, I have to say, I have to say, this sounds like another one of our stories <laughs> uh, that is possibly dubious in nature, uh, as we've been accused of. Oh my gosh! Okay, last <laughs> episode we had some people tell us, "Hey, maybe that Ren Fair isn't a good idea." And where is this? We had like half the people, half the listeners, be like, "Where can I?" go to find this place and all they're half like that's not safe for people and it's like listen it was a joke it was a bit it was, it a was a funny this is a real thing this is actually happened pinky our pinky's out ready put your pinky out pinky's oh, oh. out pinky promise yeah, we pinky pinky promise. Click, click all right we pinky promise this is a real thing the wall did start moving it, did. <laughs> it was cool but it was really spooky but like all the things that you'd expect from like a spooky bedroom were in there like for mm-hmm. example 
inside the closet, a monster was coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Outside the window was this big eyeball. Like, mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. like, all this spooky, cool stuff. Like, in the closet, um, like, a different closet. There's a walk-in closet and, like, another closet. But the mm-hmm. walk-in like there's closet... There's an armoire in a walk-in closet. There were, like, these monster parts coming out of the walls. Mm-hmm, and there mm-hmm. was, like, these, these clothes, like, they flying, flying about. It was really cool. Um... But notably, the idea of going under the bed and it literally being a portal to a totally oh different and room. And it was like a, it was like the kids' imagination or something, like yeah. with the mountains mm-hmm. and rainbows and oh. Oh yeah, it was like the place with that big whale with yeah the, the rainbow the narwhal horn. thing. Yeah, oh, it was so cool. And I, I honestly, I think it, I recommend it as a little outing for just generally anybody. It oh. It was really fun. We did find a shrine to the cow god where you had to match its udders with like these rainbow hieroglyphics, like hieroglyphic, uh, like milking machines. Yeah. And like, you're supposed to connect the milking machine to the mother cow. Yeah. And I think this is my religion now. <laughs> you I did. You did drop down and then worship. <laughs> I immediately ran into this room, dropped to my knees, worship the cow. It. It was a lot of fun, and and honestly, something I would happily take like other littles on as like a little outing. What did, what did you think, baby kitty Lyra? Yeah, I thought it was super great. Well worth, well worth visiting. How were the baby vibes? Yeah, it was really good. It was like um, spooky, like kind of spooky imagination stuff, and yeah. like it was super immersive, um, sound and music and touch. Like you know, when's the last time you went somewhere and like touched everything and exactly. like that was okay. They want you to touch everything. Like, it was so cool. Yeah, that's what they tell you. They're like, uh, you can touch everything. There's no guides. You do it at your own pace. Just, like, like don't play too rough or whatever. And it was it was really fun. What was your favorite part, Lyra? Oh, I loved the uh, gun that you could... Sh- oh, sorry. This is a toy zapper gun. <laughs> <laughs> I love you taking out that glass. <laughs> taking out the aliens one by one. <laughs> I, it goes back to your corpse joke. Liar. <laughs> Bringing it back. Bring it That's right. I'm dabbing This right podcast now. is rated E for everyone. No, it's not actually. No, it's super it's not. So it's not. 18 and up only. I shouldn't have said that. It is that. not E for everyone. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the opposite. It's, the, it's, it's E for no one. <laughs> e for exclusionary. E for exclusionary. <laughs> okay, so... Lyra is talking about a really fun game. You actually crawl into a, 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 a game to get there, but... Yeah, so there's a arcade cabinet that looks broken. You're like, that sucks. I uh-huh, guess it uh-huh. broke. But then you look under and there's a secret tunnel. And so, so you crawl tunnels. through and you emerge into like this video game arcade world. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. have like laser guns and you shoot stuff and then lights the room up. Oh. Again, this sounds like a dubious story. <laughs> this I sound so made up. <laughs> I pinky promise. Again, we pinky promise. This is the most real thing that's been discussed <laughs> we, on this show. <laughs> we genuinely went there. You crawl in the arcade cabinet and play the video <laughs> Person. You so, pick up your laser tag zapper, you shoot the, the the invading alien things, and they light up the room in rainbows. Okay, that's a normal thing that actually happens in the real okay. world. Um, I'm going to talk about another thing that sounds really fake. Okay. Um, one of my favorite rooms, uh, you go through a cartoon, there's oh. a cartoon projector on the wall, and you climb into the cartoon. <laughs> and, then, and then when you enter... 
The color of the entire world changes to sepia, and everyone, all your clothing and your skin tone, everything is sepia, like the cartoon. And you walk around, and it's it's so cool, and you're you're part of the cartoon, and it's really awesome. And then there's all these interactive ways to you open a coffin, and the flowers bloom, and it's incredible. <laughs> I don't think I could have made that sound less real if I tried. I liked the office where we oh, took pictures office. and there's like a desk and you can just like the backdrop of this office is the <laughs> world of like reality. <laughs> it's like the world exploding behind you. And it's like, yeah, I'm just going to take some pictures here. I mean, I, I got to make money. I yeah. got work to do. It's not a game. Just because the world's ending doesn't mean you get a vacation. I need gotta... those reports on my desk by five o'clock. <laughs> Okay. We yes. don't want to spoil too much about this because we honestly really endorse <laughs> I, you, I, you attending this place. If you're anywhere in the Columbus area, please, please, if you go to this place, please email us and tell us what you thought of it uh, at, at the usual mailbox at gmail.com. Where? That's the thing <laughs> that's you do, right? Lyra! <laughs> okay, you're new on the show. You're doing the show. That is my thing. You. That's my thing. It's mine, and, and you need to behave yourself, Missy. Where? See usual mailbox at gmail.com. That's my thing. I've been really clear about this. Where? <laughs> I'm a spanky both. Honestly, we didn't do uh, everything. Like, we, we went to every room, but we didn't play all the puzzles and do all the we games. Were, we were just running from room to room. Because we really didn't get it at first. And by the time yeah. we did get it, it was like, oh, but now I don't want to go back and do all those rooms again. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. like, it was it was kind of weird. But, um, honestly, if you go, take, take your, your time. time. And it was just it was Listen so to the fun. audio diaries. Click on the secret files and the secret labs and stuff. It's all, there's a lot of secrets to uncover. And we would have, we would love to show you pictures of this stuff, but all of our pictures actually have like us in like it. every single one. <laughs> so we don't want to uh, do that. But you can go to their website, um, which if you just Google Other Worlds, it'll come up. But the pictures don't do it justice. They don't. Do they it sure justice. don't. I, I can't. I can't combined with this podcast, maybe. But like, yeah. Uh, and it, it was like 25 bucks a ticket, so it was cool. I would say that you could probably get a good two hours of, of fun. And most of our, it, it costs less for babies, uh, under three, and that's mm-hmm. most of you. So, you know, there we go. All right. Can I talk about my last topic now? Can you? Yeah, what was the thing, what was the last thing about Lyra? <laughs> <laughs> that she's Asian. <laughs> what do you have to say on this matter? That could possibly be of relevance. Keep in mind, I'm here. It's not just you and Chloe. I'm also in the room. So what's the topic, Sophie? The topic is representation in the little community. Okay, that's a good topic. Oh my gosh, I was sweating bullets. I was sweating bullets. You've said a lot of cursed topics and I was over here like like ready to, to press the edit pause button immediately. Okay. Woo! All right. I think that our community doesn't represent like diversity people of color enough, enough and diversity yes. and stuff. And obviously, like on our show, we 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 hit that LGBT marker pretty. But hard. that's like all we hit. But yeah, but that's because like we're gay girls. And that's and our experience. That makes sense. And like, of course, we're gonna talk about like girls loving girls. Honestly, we we probably underrepresent boys. But that's a whole oh, other we, topic we that we really wanted. Do. We'll address it another time. Um, but, like, I was 
I was thinking about this and actually what came up is Pudding and I have been writing stories recently mm-hmm. and we started writing this one series where we made the protagonist Asian. Yes. And in the sequel story, we're making the protagonist Indian. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we are doing all this because in the 50 plus stories we have, the 50 plus stories we've written, I don't know any main characters that aren't white. So... I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate for you and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain a little bit how that happens. Right. So when you start writing, you're writing uh, about your experiences, you're writing to express yourself, Mm -hmm. you're writing, you're writing as a form of, of creativity and self-expression. So writing from outside of your lens of perspective, that's not exactly your goal at first. Right. It, it's a conscious choice that like creators and like writers and just content creators in general just have to do to to uh, expand their horizons and their perspectives and diversify and step outside just your personal norms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I, I think that when we create content, we like to put ourselves in that content, and because. Uh, white people make up a lot of these content creators. You see a lot of, a lot of white people. Arguably too many. (laughs) And that's in, both in stories, like I was talking about, but also in in art, Mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. in pictures, like, uh, like pictures people take of themselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't see, like, a lot of, of people of color. And the very few that you do see, like, you can kind of just name because there are so few of them. And it's, and I'm, I'm so glad that they, they do that, but, like, it's how... We need more representation. But, like, at the same time, and this is the reason why for so many years putting and I write about white people, is how do we do that in a way that is... Respectful. Respectful and not, like, sexualizing a race or, like, someone's... Like, identity, objectifying people, stereotyping without right, meaning to. Right, exactly. It's, it's uh, uh really it's hard to step outside of your own perspective yeah but i think the rewards are like super worth it like i was so excited to read the series like honestly like like i remember i opened it up and like yeah wait am i allowed to talk about the character names yeah yeah Yeah, so it's i and i'm like oh my gosh like Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a that's a chinese slash japanese name like that's that's who i am like maybe this character actually looks like me like it was so exciting like, being able to see myself on the page, like, as a character. That's actually, that's, I super want to talk about this, and I'm actually really glad you brought this up. What are your experiences in the community with this stuff? How, what's your perspective? Enlighten us. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of new, so granted, I don't know everything. I don't speak for all Asian people everywhere, etc. Um... But yeah, like, it's, uh, I was surprised, but I guess not that surprised to, like, find out the community was super white, right? Like, (laughs) that's just, like, America, I guess. Yeah. Um, like, the over-representation. I get a lot of commissions of, like, art of me, right? And, um, every once in a while, I'll have people send me a picture and be like, oh, Sophie, that's just like you. And I have a specific look, but it's... It's a pretty normal, cliche kind of look. Shoulder-length hair, glasses, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen, like, ABDL art and thought, oh, hey, that looks no, just like never. me? No, never. It never happens. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That's uncool. So how do people go about this in a way that is 
like culturally sensitive and appropriate. Like for for me when I wrote my like characters that are not white, I, I generally tend to look up names that are pretty common. I try to look up a lot of social norms for that. But granted, the characters in in my stories are American. Like they're mm-hmm. not. I mean, I have like... a whole other thing on, like, norms and, like, what okay, it means to okay. be little. On... We can talk about that after, I guess. I want to make sure we touch on that. Yeah, okay, absolutely. absolutely. Please remind me if I forget, because I'm very forgetful. Um, so, when I when I do this and I write these characters, they, they right now they're, they're American, but they have this heritage, so, like, parents from mm-hmm, so-and-so, mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. And um, I try to look up maybe how the American kids of those races would be handle that instead of like the actual cultures themselves absolutely and I, try, I try to be sensitive but also like a lot of it kind of feels like stereotyping like when you're talking about the the kind of asian families that have really high expectations for mm-hmm. their kids mm-hmm. and that's very normal but like how do you write a character or draw a character that is not of your race and make it make it appropriate like what what do you what 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 are your immediate turn offs to this? I yeah, guess. I mean, oh, I'm great. not, I'm not an author, so I could no, not tell you how to do your no, craft. That's but... better though. We want to. Well, she wants to know, and I'm also <laughs> wildly curious to know what, what are, what are the things that are like instant red flags as yeah, a, as a person yeah, yeah. digesting this content. Yeah. So I think like you can tell as a reader, and I think it shines through the intent and purpose of being an author. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So like. You know, in general, I'd say, like, it's better to go for it than to, like, you know, not even try A. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, like, the things for me is, like, if I can, if it feels like it's a surface level thing, like, they only did this because, you know, Asian people are hot or whatever, like, the kind of, um, yeah, uh, what is it called? Um, like, objectification? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. That happens a lot. That sucks. So, how do you avoid that? Like, what... What's a what's an example of what someone might say that is immediately is like makes you cringe? Oh, you know, like oh, Asian women like are so um, I don't know, like submissive or whatever. Like, just... oh yeah, she was she was such a submissive girl, just like an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, that, that that probably sucks. isn't good. Yeah. So, so like, really obvious, like, like stereotypes. Yeah, the, I think, like, mind, you know, yeah. dig into more detail. Like, um, most people aren't just Asian, right? Like, mm-hmm, you might be mm-hmm. Chinese-American or Japanese-American. Like, obviously, all Asian people, I think, share some things in common. But when you're writing a story, you have the opportunity to get into their heads. And, like, you can use that time to flesh out, you know, some more details. Like, specific to, like, where or, like, how they would have grown up. I think like that's the clue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. So what about when something feels like a stereotype? Like I, when I was writing, I I had an issue where I'm like, her parents have really high expectations for her, but that also feels like an Asian stereotype that she had to be good at school and stuff like that. Like, how do I, as an author, use this 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 concept in a way that feels okay? Like, is it is it okay for me to do things like that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I resonated with that because that was my lived experience. Hmm. Um, I don't know, like, I think if you add small details, it can help. Like, here's a random example I have thought of just now, right? Like, you could use, for instance, my parents forced me to go to Chinese school on Saturdays, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't want to. 
because I'm a dumb American. But they wanted me to like <laughs> learn about their culture and stuff. That's an example of like something annoying they made me do because they wanted me to succeed. Okay. So like if you throw that in as a tidbit, that would be like, wow, you really did your research there. Like okay, so that's an that's a real concrete like example thing that's like pulled from a like someone's lived experience. So that I I have some things to say, some thoughts. I think uh, your issue is considering something which is a cultural norm to be a stereotype. Mm -hmm. I, I think that... I think a lot of people do. Yeah, I mean, me included. Yeah, <laughs> how do you... Yeah, so how do you move past that? The easiest solution, which is my second thing on top of, is you ask a person of, of that denomination. Like, you, you ask... When you were writing your, your story with, like, French in it, you asked a French person. So, yeah. like, if you... You, you reach out to people uh, of that culture and be like, hey, hit me up with some, some facts, some knowledge, enlighten me, teach me, mm -hmm. so that I can... And then you learn as a person, and you get to include that in your works, yeah. which is cool. And it's like, what's the pur purpose, I guess, of like diving oh, yeah, into 100%. this? Like, are you doing this to be like, ooh, they're so exotic and like, <laughs> oh, <feel> strange? No. <laughs> or like... People do this. It's a no, I know. Thing. Yeah, it's just, it sucks to hear it out loud. It really sucks. Exotic was the worst word you could have said. Um, so I think he, the, the point here is, I, I like what you said earlier about just not making it superficial. Like, if you're going to have a character who is good at school because they're Asian, have it be like, hey, it's not I'm good at school because I'm Asian. It's like, I'm good at school because my parents' expectations of me are extremely high and unrealistic. And, and like, then you can have it have purpose and meaning to who the character is instead of just, like, a facet of, of them, mm -hmm. you know? It can be a good reason for their, like, anxieties or stressors and everything uh -huh. uh, that can be, like, narrative elements and stuff, which is mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I think the same thing goes for art, um, but it's it's a little harder. Like, I, I, I don't draw a lot. I mm -hmm. draw sometimes, mm -hmm. but, like, I draw a lot of white people. That's because I know what skin tones to use. I know the shapes of the, their body and of their, their face that I, like, I am used to drawing. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's hard to, to dive into this totally different like, person that yeah. I, I, I don't personally identify with. And like, what if I make their skin too light? What if I make their skin too dark? What if it seems like a caricature? Like, mm -hmm. oh, and I yeah, get that worried. Because um, humans come in a ton of different shapes. But at what point is that shape not like a person shape and is like a bad shape like like and it it's it's really hard yeah this topic's difficult this topic is difficult you're welcome <laughs> thanks lyra <laughs> thanks lyra but honestly it's something that does need to be talked about. it does need to be talked about because it's not enough thoughtful representation of other peoples and other cultures in the little community Okay, so here's a here's another example that I have, um, which I, I consider to be good representation. W putting and I are writing a, a story where it's intelligence based. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is a story revolving around like intelligence play and making which people dumber. That's which hot. is which is hot. Like objectively. Um, but like I said, we're trying to diversify and not use just white people. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the original character that we wanted to use for this story was black. And then we get into that Star Trek original series episode territory, Ooh. which is terrible, and I'm not explaining further. And we wound up going over it over and over and over again and being like, listen, there's no way for us to write 
a black girl in an intelligence play story from as white people mm-hmm. and have it not sound patronizing it's toward this entire race it's of people. It's because the U.S. is a dumpster fire. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? We we have to pick a different thing that doesn't have this association of just blatant stupidity that mm-hmm. a lot of people stereotype to black people, which is horrible. Absolutely. So we picked a different race without that association. Then we use a black character for a different story mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is way more fitting for for the the setting that we used and um i think just being able to adjust my personal scope of what i wanted the story and what i wanted the characters to be to fit uh a narrative that was <laughs> validating instead yeah. of like diminishing i don't know maybe i might be overthinking this maybe it's... a lot of people out there are like oh just just write the black girl and who cares but no i no, i care you can't, no. you, know, you can't like evaluate a work outside the cultural context yeah. it was in right like there's you have to think about like how it's how it's gonna be you're also in a, a bit of a unique minefield because these kinds of stories are about dehumanization objectification uh uh diminutization it's they're all negatives in a fun way but when does the negative stop being fun and when does it start becoming racially charged because of people's like preconceived notions or prejudices the idea that someone would read one of my stories and be like oh yeah well that had like a black girl in it and she was like this in the story so that like supports my thoughts on <laughs> <like> my stereotypes <laughs> that's the like worst. no i would feel so bad that's horrid uh, so it is you do have to be like aware and you have to be conscious of that stuff as a content creator but at the same time by not taking these steps by not by not making the character of my story asian i probably wouldn't be friends with lyra like mm-hmm. it it sparked like a connection and understanding and and that's really cool. And taking that chance meant that I could give at least one person the sense of belonging in a place where she hadn't read a lot of stories that had that feeling. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Lyra? Yeah, I mean, to all the content creators, I guess, listening to this amazing show. Um, yeah, like, I think, you know, go for it. I think when I don't hold yourself back, like, I think it's important that to show people that like more people more kinds of people live in america than you might think absolutely yeah and like if you come to it with like an open mind like i think people will be kind and like they won't like i don't know jump down your throat if you make a mistake or something some people will no matter what yeah but but that's also a really good point listen if i post a picture and like it's say i draw like an asian girl and i get like an an asian girl come at me and it's like hey this is offensive because of this and this i'd be like oh shoot okay i didn't get that absolutely gonna change or edit or take that down modify it repost it with something else Mm -hmm. probably talk to her and be like hey is this a better version hey what is that what's this like and like i i think i'd like like that that back and forth like even if someone does come at me like that's a chance for me to grow and learn and if that's... i never take that step that's that's a good point if i never take that step if i never make that mistake never then i'm not gonna to learn exactly and if i'm always constantly afraid of writing other races or writing other um, cultures and like yeah if i'm or drawing them and if i'm constantly afraid of that i'm never going to learn the right skin tone i'm never going to learn the way that someone should look that that really represents their 
culture, their race, their body type, their everything. Like, I also do the same thing with drawing bigger people. I like, I, I like bigger girls, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the public doesn't like bigger girls. So like when I draw a skinny girl, they get more likes and that also colors my perception of what I should be drawing. And that That's sucks. True. So I guess this goes both ways, not just content creators as in like, Hey, try new things and experiment and like try to be inclusive of other people. Um, but it also goes to the people who look at this stuff. Mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if you see that you're always liking the white girls, but you're skipping over the black girls. Maybe maybe take a critical maybe, lens to yourself. Maybe, like, take a look at that and be like, you know what? Maybe I'm, I'm being biased here. I'm going to reblog these pictures. I might not ordinarily reblog because I, like, that that support it shows to the content creator, but also to the community of that, like, person of color is, is something that supports our community in general. Our, our show is about community. Our, we want the ABDL community to be... A community? Uh, yeah, I'm overusing the word community. Um, but, like, I want the ABDL community to be inclusive. I want everyone to get along and be friends. And, and be happy. Obviously, that's a pipe dream. But, like, <laughs> it's, it's my own naivety that spurs me down this path of <laughs> self-destruction um, and wishful thinking. I, I super agree with you, and and I, I, I'm glad we talked about this. I think this is a really good topic, and it redeems this episode, which is <laughs> also something that I'm really glad about. And I hope, uh, even if like one person takes like one thing away from it, then that was really good. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Lyra? You had something you mentioned? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just something I have noticed is um, people will talk about cultural norms and stuff that like make them feel little like little foods i'll give you an example so what do most people think about when they think of little foods mac and cheese chicken nuggets uh happy meals yeah yeah that's that's what i think of that's kind of where my brain goes to yeah but for me i didn't really eat those things growing up i didn't have mac and cheese my parents never made that mac and cheese that's so interesting i have different little food and like i I, that's part of why I want to see more representation is so that I can have more people like me be like, oh yeah, like chicken, like porridge. That's a little food for me. That makes so much huh. sense. Oh my gosh. Oh, what? I, I want, can you, can you like run me through little foods, little activities, literally things for Lyra that might not I, match up with the... Yeah, the, 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 my, my concept. The majority. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I mentioned, little foods. So for me, it's like chicken porridge. My mom would make that when I was sick. Or um, eggs with tomatoes and rice. Like that's the kind of food I ate. Or snacks. Like we had different snacks, like shrimp chips. That's like a fun, like, nom 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 food for me. Whereas <laughs> yours might be like Cheez-Its and stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Like my parents didn't buy me Cheez-Its. Like we got Asian snacks. That makes so much sense. It's it's just something I'd, I'd never thought of. And ugh. Yeah, or like, here's here's like a semi-facetious example. Um, writing lines. Um, I, I did not write lines. I don't know if anyone has actually written lines, but there's a lot of media there about writing lines. Yeah, I, I've, I've never written, written lines. She made me write lines once. Yeah, I have my own version of writing lines, okay. which is um, when you are learning Chinese characters in school, um, they make you write the characters over and over again in a book. So for me, that's what writing lines is. It's, okay. oh, you have to go sit down and learn these characters and grind out, like, here's a page. Like, give me two lines of, like, each of these characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what that is for me. 
Oh my gosh, I never thought of that. That's so interesting. I, man, I can't imagine how frustrating it is. Like, all the little content I consume matches up with exactly what I expect yep. little stuff to be. Yep. So All the content got, I create matches up with what I expect little stuff to gotta be. That's got to be so, like, yeah, so it's like, discordant. Absolutely. It's like, when I consume little content, right, it's like, I also have, like, this idealized Americana dream of, like, childhood for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also know, like, that doesn't fit me 100%. Like That's really rough. Huh. I want to go back and, like, edit all my stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Man. I, I honestly, thank you so much for t- sharing that. I, I never considered that until today. And that's, that's opened my, my mind about, like, what it is to be little and stuff for everybody. And how different that probably is. I'm so character driven when I write stories and I'm always thinking about like why people are the way they are and like what events led up to that, what was their childhood like, stuff like that. But nothing has ever made me think that like the foods you eat are going right? to be different. Like, I don't know why that's never passed I mean, through it's, my it's head. So, it's like it's so small, right? Like most people wouldn't think about it. Like you really have to almost like know someone who knows. And it... It makes sense because you have different generations of littles who like different things about being little, mm-hmm. different toys, different kinds of diapers. Right. So, so why wouldn't people from different cultures have the exact same like like radically different like preferences and and concepts of what it is to be little? Man, the more you know, <laughs> knowledge is power, and power is half the battle. <laughs> Thanks, Lyra. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Any anything else on the topic? Last thoughts? Have we? Have we? Did we beat that topic? We up? solved races. <laughs> we did it. Oh man, who knew all it took was a half an hour on a diaper podcast to finally solve racism? This is gonna. I'm gonna tell people I did this. <laughs> Anytime someone says, "Man, I'm really glad racism's gone," you'd be like, "I did that." <sighs> okay. Uh, I, uh, just long story short on all that, try writing, drawing, supporting, looking at, appreciating, reblogging, retweeting, commenting, etc. on new things and cultures and stuff and people that, like, you don't usually consider. And that's really cool. Expand your horizons. And be willing to make mistakes because I I think I went into this thinking, like, how can I be perfect? How can I... Yeah, that's not the right attitude. Yeah, how can I make sure I don't make mistakes? But it's like, no, I need to make those mistakes so I can... Be corrected and absolutely so I can and be if better. the person's your who points it out is in good faith like i think it, you'll build a collective a constructive dialogue yeah good faith plus good faith good dialogue literally the reason why is even here the reason why we even get to have this conversation the reason why i even knew that like oh hey this matters like i made I made it my character Asian on like uh like hey we just don't write any one but white people but like like the whole reason behind it was I took a chance and Lyra reached out about it and that was really cool and That's I feel radical. so good that that I that, that you connected to a character I wrote like that like that's so I mean so much to me I don't know <laughs> no it's important and other people should get to experience that and and should expand their horizons go out and expand your horizons today babies it's... and for the people who already do this like 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. We really appreciate it. And, like, we don't want to sit here and name names, but um, honestly, we, we notice. And oh, yeah. it's, it's great. It's great seeing some diaper comics as black girls. It's great seeing, like, some some Asian models. I just, you, you guys, you guys are doing a great job. And thank you, and please continue to do what you're doing. Okay. I think I think that's episode. You two need a bet. Every time. I feel like... I, I feel thought like... about not mentioning it so that you two would get double punished. Wait, what? We need a bet! But... No! Yeah. Well, Ira, come up with a bet for us. Come up with You're a bet. You're on the show. You have to do it. You have to be responsible. I thought I was just a kitty girl who didn't have any responsibility. I'm batting my eyes really cutely. You really are. <laughs> Darn. I mean, she's got you. Yeah, we need a bet. Okay. Okay. Nope, I got one. Like, just like that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. What? Breast milk hot chocolate baby bottle, would you? Would you do it? Would you do it? I don't I don't know. Would you do it? Would you do it? Would you would you would you suck down that breast milk hot chocolate baby bottle? I would not do it. I would not do it. You coward. I think that I just I don't think that I'm strong enough. I'm not strong enough. I want Lyra's fudgy bottle in my mouth. Is that the episode title? <laughs> yes, it is. You've cursed yourself. That's the episode title. That's the bet. That's it. I, I'm going to explain my position if you don't mind. Oh, no, I don't think that you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a maybe. Okay. Baby bottle of breast milk? Not something I've ever done. Maybe something that I could maybe consider under exactly the right circumstances. Have you done regular but, breast milk? No. And so, so you toss. There's so many steps you toss, away. You, yeah, you're so many steps from the yeah, end of this. Exactly. So you toss chocolate fudge into there, and I'm just like, oh, what's even happening it's anymore? It's hot chocolate <laughs> breast milk baby bottle. But you're 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 just go. You're just pound it. It's like a, it's like baby 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 bottle pop. But breast milk and hot chocolate. <laughs> okay, that's a Baby bet. Baby breast milk pop. Usual bet. Usual bet. This topic's over. <laughs> Thank you for everyone. Bye. Wait, you gotta do the outro. Gotta read new things. Thank you for being here. Thank <laughs> you for making it through to this point. I appreciate it a lot. All right, if you want to vote on this week's wonderful, beautiful, and not at all cursed bet, join us at patreon.com slash Pudding. Where else? Subscribe sir dot adult slash Sophie and pudding. My thing. You can also do the Twitter. That's the usual bet. You can also do the email. That's the usual mailbox at gmail.com. You can also find Lyra on Twitter. She has one too. Yeah, I'm doing my part to uh, bring representation to the masses. So yeah, if you but... want to see my diapered butt, you can head on down to Twitter. And you can see that, that maid outfit that we put her in to clean the house. Yeah. That's on there, too. Yep. What, what's the handle? Uh, Lyra Luna Silver. That's L-Y-R-A-L-U-N-A Silver. At Twitter. I like that you spell Lyra and Luna. I assume people can spell a basic color. Why? Yeah, but like, like Spanish Luna? I don't know about that. <laughs> Lyra, that's like not a normal name. <laughs> Silver, come on. <laughs> come on. These are babies. You don't know if they can spell. All right. All right. You can also thank Mimi, who helps with our theme song. You can also thank Juice, who helped with their cover art. And by helped, I mean made. And you can find him at patreon.com slash juicebox. All right. 
You can shame Kimmy in the public eye at bby-kimmy.sumbler.com. She didn't do anything wrong. But you can shame her. No, nothing's stopping you. You don't need reasons for your actions. You're free to do it. You, you have, go you do have it. autonomy unless you're locked in your crib listening to this on your baby monitor. And then you can ask your, your caregiver. You can or have owner. your caregiver or owner to do to do your shames on Kimmy. I think they'd they'd let you because sometimes just shaming strangers on the internet's okay, and only yeah, if it's Kimmy. Trolls. Only if it's Kimmy. Let's clarify. Only if it's only Kimmy. Only if it's Kimmy. All right. Don't shame anybody else. Be nice. <laughs> Be nice and friendly on the internet. Be good boys and girls. The big internet and the small internet. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>